Hi there, Steve Kaufman. Today I want to talk about listening comprehension questions with particular reference to a language learning system that's being developed by the Canadian government called Le Moril. And I will get into that in a few seconds. I just thought I would pass on for what it's worth uh, my own reaction to the coronavirus uh, pandemic that's developing around the world. I think we should be sharing information on this, different perspectives. I can just tell you what I have done. My perception is that this is going to be with us for a long time. It's going to be quite large in scale. Uh, people who are healthy, even someone in his mid-70s like me, uh, has a very low chance of dying from it. If There are vulnerable people who are very much at risk and therefore we should do everything possible to limit the spread, to slow down the spread, washing hands. I'm doing a lot of hand washing. I bought wipes so that when I go out I will have wipes available to protect myself from anything that I might be touching. I bought some uh, gloves that my wife and I will be using if I go somewhere where I'm going to be touching something that a lot of people touch just to prevent me from getting it, not because I am likely to, you know, die from it, but because if I get it I can spread it to other people and the more things that we can do to slow down the spread the more we will protect people who are actually very vulnerable to this. That's just as an aside and if that's useful I got some, you know, my son Mark sent me something from a person who has a lot of experience in this kind of thing and those were some of his recommendations. Uh, one other thing I did was buy some zinc um, tablets because apparently that boosts your immune system. So anyway, little small things that we can do. I don't think it's going to go away in a hurry. Um, Hopefully we can delay the spread of it and as I say help the more vulnerable people in our populations. And somehow we're going to have to learn to live with it. That's kind of my view on this thing. Getting back then to listening comprehension questions. So, uh, I got a notification from the Canadian government that uh, they were inviting me to bid on a job to produce listening comprehension questions for a new uh, initiative announced here at the end of May in 2019, so it's almost been a year. And the idea is to get the CBC Radio-Canada, which is the bilingual Canadian, or at least it's two broadcasting systems, one in French, one in English. They are going to use their programming and their podcasts as the core of a language learning system for French and English, which will then be available to Canadians. That's the way it was announced for Canadians to learn the other uh, official language or if they're immigrants to learn one or both of our official languages. So the request for a proposal, I, I had to pay $27 to get into the government you know, website where you bid on everything from road contracts to gosh knows what. Uh, and so then I read this thing and because I don't have any teaching credentials and I haven't taught and attended teaching school, I'm not qualified to participate nor is anyone at links, okay. Uh, but then I looked at it and it got me to thinking. So th what they want people to do is to develop listening comprehension questions. No, first of all, to help the CBC, Radio-Canada, select out episodes from amongst their various programs and podcasts that they, would, they think, that we who were bid on this work, think are appropriate for different levels of language competence. Now in Canada there is this system called the 12 language benchmarks 
and I think that 12 is, is a unnecessarily complicated system. I, I actually think that beginner, intermediate and advanced is plenty. Uh, if you go as far as the European framework, you've now got six. So beginner AB, intermediate AB, advanced AB, which they call A1, A2, B1, B2, C1, C2. That's more than enough. However, the uh, this system that the CBC Radio-Canada is developing, which is called, by the way, Le Moril, in honor of a politician who worked very hard on behalf of Francophones in Ontario, uh, M-A-U-R-I-L, Moril. By the way, uh, words in French that end in I-L are half the time the I-L is pronounced as il, and half the time it's not pronounced like le nombril is your uh, belly button, for example. But anyway, leaving that aside, he is Moril, or he was, and the system is called Le Moril. And so they said, okay, come in, select episodes that are relevant to different levels within the Canadian uh, benchmark system. And then develop for each episode a series of comprehension questions along with two possible correct answers. So that the whole thing is based on testing people's comprehension of these episodes. Episodes that will be selected by whoever is behind the system uh, and then people will be tested on their comprehension. My view is this is not going to be very effective. It's obvious the people behind this are teachers. Teachers want to test. Pe teachers want to put you in levels and it's possible that you can somehow construe uh, these questions as a means of establishing levels for people. It'll be arbitrary, of course, because uh, some people are better in vocabulary and make grammar mistakes or whatever. Uh, so, you know, to me, that's pretty arbitrary. And then also to try to determine what is of interest to whom. I mean, we understand things better if we're interested in those things. So if we select what we want to listen to ourselves, we have a better chance of understanding it or trying harder to understand it. Um, also, in this uh, request for proposals, they want people who create these comprehension questions to select out words and phrases or structures that they think are appropriate to different levels. So again, we're going to be guiding the learner. At this level, you should learn these words and these structures. At this level, you should learn these words and these structures. But of course, in real life, it doesn't work that way. We gradually get used to a whole slew of different words and structures and then forget them and relearn them. And it's much more of a random fuzzy process. So I, I don't, I don't think that's going to do much. Plus, I react ne negatively to being asked to remember or to demonstrate that I remember something in something that I've listened to or read. I read it. I listened to it. It was in another language. I got it right. I got it wrong. My business. Uh, as you know, I'm very keen on the sort of circling questions where the objective is not to test the learner's knowledge of what he or she just listened to or read. The objective is to give some concentrated and repeated exposure to certain structures or certain phrases or certain vocabulary items. Because obviously if you have a circling question, you say, you pull a statement out of the podcast, you say, why, when, did he, yes or no. So that repeats the most of the words and then you give an answer which repeats most of the words. So that it is this 
circling reading and listening to these questions that helps with the comprehension. But testing people on their comprehension, I'm not convinced, helps people with their comprehension. Comprehension will gradually improve as vocabulary improves. So I sent a letter to the people there saying, I think, first of all, I would hope that you would simply provide transcripts for all your programming in English and French. That's the best thing you can do for language learning in Canada or elsewhere insofar as English and French is concerned. Harry Potter has done much more for English learners or for that matter because many people use Harry Potter in translation to learn other languages. That's a much bigger benefit to language learning than any number of curricula, programs, books, etc. that have been developed for language learning. So I ask them, please make transcripts of your programming available. We would love to have that. I would, well, I'm not learning English and French, but I would encourage our learners to go there and use this material and then to decide what they're interested in and then save the words and phrases that they're interested in. And then I would recommend that they hire people to go into these episodes on a random basis and select out, you know, certain statements in these episodes and develop circling questions around these episodes, which then should be available for audio as download with transcripts, obviously. And so you just create more comprehensible input and just let learners deal with the input, deal with the language, uh, and gradually improve their comprehension. And if they can choose things of interest, and if they see a process that is enabling them to understand more and more, they will continue. Whereas if you force them to try and remember things and it's much more like tests back in school, I think a lot of people will be turned off. The other thing was in the Le Moril, uh, terms of reference, they say that this is targeting people in the sort of Canadian benchmarks range of level three to level eight. So assuming that six is the midpoint, so my, and it's sort of halfway between B1 and B2 on the European scale, you know, I think that for people to be able to really make use of podcasts, films, radio, TV prog programs, you need to be at least a B1 and maybe a midpoint, maybe level six on the Canadian benchmarks. Uh, is where you need to be in order to be able to use this material, assuming transcripts are there. Um, and, and so therefore they're eliminating a whole bunch of people. So I also suggested that they should look at the kinds of mini stories, again, these sort of point of view, uh, simpler stories, uh, such as AJ Hogue has developed for English. They just take his stories, pay them, get AJ Hogue stories. Lots of people love them. Uh, and bring people who are level one, two, three, bring them up to that level six so that they can start enjoyably accessing these podcasts, radio, TV programs, whatever it might be, and then continue to use the uh, circling questions technique in order to allow people to enjoy the programs rather than worrying too much about proving that they understand something, slotting them into some level, uh, trying to tie content to certain levels because they have the inevitable, you know, for example, the, uh, content selected within the CBC and the Radio Canada must reflect the diversity of languages, you know, across the country. So it's very important to have, you know, for the English, we'll have some Newfoundland accent there and some, 
uh, whatever accent. Like it doesn't matter. The same with the French accent. Most people can't hear the difference. They're mostly interested in acquiring words and phrases. Uh, but so there's a fair amount of politically correct nonsense in the uh, terms of reference as well. The government announced this. They're going to spend $16 million. They announced it in May of 2019. It is now March of 2020. Um, following their terms of reference, this part of the process will be completed by the end of 2020. So, I mean, I think they'll manage to spend their $16 million. What they end up with and how effective it will be and when they launch this thing remains to be seen. So, listening comprehension, to my mind, I go back to one of the people that I really enjoyed listening to uh, when I was learning Portuguese uh, was Ruben Alves, who passed away, but he was a wonderful Brazilian educator. And he said, nothing destroys the pleasure of reading as much as, and we can add in listening, nothing destroys the pleasure of reading as much as being asked what you understood to being asked to analyze it, break it down, all of these things. And I think the goal should be to encourage people to read and listen in the language they are learning and not to make it more cumbersome to do so or more frustrating. Okay, there you have it. Thank you. Bye for now.